I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few podcast. It's going to be a very long podcast today, maybe not in time. But in thought, because uh, I think we're we all a little bit upset about the result today. So I'll put you on to my good old friend, Mr. David Pollock. Welcome, David. Thank you, Dave. And uh, it is disappointing. But, uh, I mean, the sun was shining. It was all set up beautifully for us. The Rangers men were out in force. All the tops were on. Shorts. Beautiful sunshine, bring them on, and we uh, fluffed our lines. Very disappointing. So the TIFO at the start, I think, was the only bright thing uh, in the whole afternoon that I, I spent at Ibrox. So, no, it was, uh, it was not a good day. I mean, uh, how we managed to come away from that, losing that game, I'm uh, at a loss. And more worryingly, Michael Beale is at a loss. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the pressure's coming on him but, the honeymoon is well and truly over. Well, we'll we'll get uh, into the the bones of the of things uh, in a few minutes. But um, Bill, welcome tonight. Uh, take it you're sort of a well, not laughing at the moment, but uh, <laughs> kicking hell out the out the doors and and, and the the dog. <laughs> Yeah, uh, highly displeased, Dave. I just that was a dreadful game of football today. Absolutely dreadful. Pressure will be on Mister Beale now, as Davy rightly said. That was as poor a Celtic team as I have seen. Even thinking back to the nineties, I can't think of a team turning up at Ibrox and that, that was as bad as that. And we we didn't lay a glove on them. Um, I'm sure some of the other sides will be getting their comments in on the page tonight as we're talking and do you know what fair play to them I'm sure folk on our side would be doing that to them if we'd won today uh, and they were in a bit of turmoil if our players are still gelling it needs to stick and it needs to stick fast but I'm not convinced I'm seeing nothing to suggest progress um, and now I'm fearing that we're going to have a long slow walk up to the edge of the cliff for Michael Beale and it's, it's quite sad yeah, I was only joking about kicking a dog, but the way it was, I love my gooey dogs. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt them if they did for anything. So, um, skinny pigs. Other man loves his meat. Sorry, skinny pigs. I've got. <laughs> oh, skinny pigs. Uh, well, 
I love animals, all animals, so I wouldn't even touch any of them. Well, another man I know that uh, has got a love for a dog, Tori uh, Mudger. Mark, how are you? Well, the disappointments left me from today's result, and ever since it's just been anger, and it's no dissipated in any way. Michael Beale sold every Rangers fan a Dodge Viper supercar. And basically what he gave us is a 1975 Ford Capri. With one day's MOT left in it. It's still got HP left on it. And it's sitting in a, 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 a tower of four bricks. The performance today was beyond... I'm trying to think of a word without swearing. Uh, it wasn't good enough in any shape, way or form. And it came from the manager and it came from the players. And there has to be something done about it. And the quicker it's done, the better. I was on social media today uh, and I was checking out the, all the what everybody was saying about, it was about the performance. And I would say that I've never seen a fan base so amalgamated as I have since Giovanni Volkhurst was put out the door. I said last week there were similarities. We needed a better performance. That was not acceptable from manager or the players. And their, the, the after-pressers probably made me even angrier because... I think we're all sick and tired of hearing the same pish commit the same players that make the same errors that put in the same performances week after week after week and there's fans out there that spends fortunes going to games buying the merchandise. They love Rangers through and through. And there was not one person in that park that I could turn around and say was proud to play for Rangers. So, and that's me. Normally we come on here and we try and dissect things. We use a scalpel, try to find out where exactly where we need to do, what we need to do better than that. Today we need to dissect it with a sledgehammer and a chainsaw. That's how bad it was. Yeah, well, it, uh, it wasn't good. But I'm going to, before we go into the game, I'm going to go back in time um, to the, the transfer window. But, I was expecting players to come in. All of a sudden, the window chalked and not one player. I was hoping Shona was on last week with her lovely wee rant about the defence. I expected uh, somebody to come in in defence, uh, to be honest with you. We've been uh, talking about a right winger all since the, the beginning of the transfer window. No right winger came in. In fact, Celtic signed the only right winger that we were looking at uh, I just don't know what happened. Davey, do you think the board are not willing to give Bill any more money? Hey, well, obviously uh, Christmas is going to be a, a, a watershed moment for Michael Beal because he probably hasn't from, from now until then to, uh, to, to put a stamp on this team. Uh, the concern for me is that Michael Beal, you know, from February, March onwards, had you know made it known that he had a list of players, and I think that you know with the business being done early, 
clearly, you know, the Rangers scouting team were out there making contact with these guys. So I think he has largely got everyone that he wanted. And now that they are, you know, all in the team and, and we're seeing that the product being served up, that is, that's what's most disappointing about it all, is that we have not progressed one inch from last season. It's the same failings, you know, lack of quality. You know, maybe we should have sacrificed quantity for quality because the players out on that pitch today and, and you know, the guys who were on the bench who then made an introduction, there are no winners in there. The, the whole thing just lacked self-belief for me. Uh, it was We were half-hearted. I mean, what I expect from a Rangers team, first and foremost, you know, someone's already pointed out in the comments, you know, we've got Ibrox there with 50,000 Rangers fans in it against a rather indifferent Celtic side. And and we, I, I thought, you know, we'd have been rolling the sleeves up, we'd have been breathing fire in that tunnel, but we just didn't get that. It was all insipid. We were, they were, what we were, we commented on at the first half watching the game was the amount of time that the Rangers players had in the ball when they took possession as against the amount of time that they had in the ball when there was, it, it just lacked pace and energy, commitment, belief. It was it was not a good watch today. I am, uh, I'm, I think I'll take to the drink later, to be honest, and try and uh, take the edge off it. Bill, what do you, do, did you, were you expecting more players to come in or... Did you think, uh, no, we're, we're finished, we're, Bill's happy with what he's got? And do you think, do you think the, the board cut him off for money for the, the last few days? I wonder if they maybe did. Um, I wonder if there was some sort of condition where you have to let somebody go to bring in someone else now because we did sign a few. Uh, he did talk about interest in a left-sided centre-back who eventually went to an EPL club and um, my sort of half musings with the, was that that might have been Austin Trusty, but I don't really know. But we've still got Ben Davies there. I, I don't know how much use he's going to be to us. I think, you know, we really could have been doing with another centre-back. Uh, a right winger, I do think, again, is, is something that we could have had. Beale did say, I think, a day or two before the window closed that, well, you look to what you've got first and Matondo's came on to a game sort of thing. And, you know, Matondo is looking better than he, he did when he was last regularly in the team. But I still would have liked to have seen somebody with a bit more of an end product in that right wing berth. Um, so, yeah, did did, uh, did the board feel to back him or was Bill happy with what he had? I wonder if it's a bit of both, but... I think if he could get rid of a couple more players, we might have seen a few more in. Well, I mean, we get rid of Sakala and we get rid of uh, Kamara for, for decent sums. So, I, I mean, I think if you look at it, I think Bill said this afternoon we spent about thirteen million, and we're not that short of that. Uh, so, I mean, really, he spent nothing. He spent. He's not spent a lot. So we've got rid of all the big wages that were on now, uh, Morelos. Scotty, what did you think? Do you think uh, we should have brought in a centre-half and a right-winger or anybody? Well, I think I'm going to put my hand up really, really high because every player that we brought in, I, I bought Bill's bullshit that these players were 
they were players. They were going to take us to the next level. And as Bill said about Sifu, he's a game changer. He's that much a game changer he never played. And he's had the same mistake as he did with Sifu. He put him on the, the right-hand side, trying to cover Tav's arse, because Tav can't get back because he's too fucking slow. And Cantwell was stuck here there. Why is Cantwell stuck on the right-hand side, the wing, when he plays better on the left? Why? It happens every fucking time we build. He brings players in. For the day he came in, until today's bullshit, he said players playing in the wrong position. He brought in these nine wonderful players. We, we, oh, we had a spend of 13.5 million. The, the net... The net loss that we made was 2.5 million, apparently. 2.5 million we spent in a fucking rebuild, supposedly. Poster Coglu came in and he got about 40 million within a, a season and a half. And we and we paying it we got a, a net gain of two point five. Just or, or just, just fuck off. Honestly, just go away. I'm, I'm I'm fed up of hearing the same bullshit all the time. I backed Bill to come in. I actually wanted him here. I said last week I wanted him here. Because I fell in his bullshit. His second-hand car salesman shite at QPR. He talks a good game. He's tactically inept. We've seen it today. We've seen it against PSV. We've seen it against Kilmarnock. We've seen it last season. Oh, great, we won against Celtic. Was I happy? You better bloody believe it. He's never won one single big game or a game that we needed to win. So, I'll leave my thoughts on Bill to later on, but I think you know where I'm going with this. But, as I said, I need to put my horn up. I fell for his bullshit and I thought we brought in some really, really good players. But we all said, and I think everybody in the chat said, and everybody on online said, and every other pod said, that we needed a proper centre-back and we need a right winger. Instead, we get rid of a guy that put, it was the second top goal scoring assist in the team. And we put in a guy that scored, 30, I think it was 13 goals in 11. We get ready for, for who? Dessers. I, I backed Dessers. I thought he would become good. But the day, he was fucking awful. He really was. Somebody said he's towing a caravan. Aye, fucking Morelos must be in the back of that caravan. He was that slow. I'm done. I'm really, really done. I'm done with Bale and I'm done with the, the, the team as it is just now. I always love Rangers and I always follow Rangers no matter what. The same as everybody else in this chat. Doesn't matter, good or bad, I'll still follow them. But if any of them are doing well, I'll be the first one to praise them. But see when they, they, they dish, out, dish out this shite, I'll make sure they know. They might, they might know watch this, but I'm surprised they never heard me at the end of the game. Because that, that sickened me. As Davey and Bill said, this was the worst Celtic team that's came to Ibrox since the 90s. They were decimated. They were not, not quite as bad as they say they are, but, but you know what they're like. It's like, eh, yeah, it was second class. It was the, they'd half, half of their team was out. We had a full team out last season. 
But that's the worst Celtic side that we've seen. And to think that we had our strongest team out. That's how bad it is. We couldn't even beat a Celtic team that was decimated with our supposedly the best side. And I think that speaks volumes. Yeah, well, I'll go on to the, go on to the game uh, the, and uh, name the players that they played, first of all. Butland in goal, Tavernier, Goldson, Suter and Sterling at left-back. Well, I think, uh, Curry, you said during the week that uh, if, uh, if Borna Barisic plays, then, then he, 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 he just shot it. He didn't. <laughs> but obviously he was out, so I, I, I think he is injured. Um, then moving on, Raskin, Cantwell, Matondo, Roof, Dessers. Uh, subs that come on, Lammers, Danilo, Gilmas, Sims, uh, Sima, sorry, and Lawrence. Uh, Dave, what did you think when you heard the team? I know I was, I was, I was actually quite glad the team. I actually thought it was quite a good team. Uh, my my pet hate wasn't in it. Lundstrom, uh, Matondo, I think for a bit of speed. Although, yeah, he doesn't offer a lot more than than, than speed. What did you think when the team was made? Well, I was surprised to see Matondo, to be honest, because I thought we uh, first and foremost had to win the midfield battle. Uh, and I would have had Sifuentes in there, you know, because uh, he'll have lots of energy, you know, g- given the, the, the right tactical setup, I think he would have made a difference. What disappointed me was that uh, we just kind of, in the first half, we seemed to be happy to try and hit them on the break, when that, that for me, is just completely the wrong approach. A full Ibrox, you know, willing us on, we should have gone at them like a tornado. And, and we, we sh- I'm sitting in the club deck eh, with a lovely view of the pitch. Rangers team needed to move 20 to 30 yards up the pitch and play in their half. We seem to be uh, quite happy to, to have them take possession, you know, try and thread balls through the midfield. And, and unfortunately, they were doing it quite successfully. So I, I don't know what the Beals setup was designed to do, but clearly it, it did not work. It did not work. We were... Uh, Losing the ball far too often. The, when they were in mm-hmm. possession, you know, they were playing lovely wee triangles through us. It was uh, when we, the, the press was done inconsistently. And, and someone's already commented, you know, Kemar Roof. Kemar Roof had a rant two or three times on that pitch about, you know, going to close people down and no one moving with him. And, it, you know, he was having a wee rant with his, uh, with his teammates. So clearly the communication within the team wasn't all it could have been and should have been. So, but I was the first half was was not a good watch for me, and you know we we were unlucky. We almost scored in the first minute offside, and we then had the, the goal, which you know why that's a free kick is just nuts. But that don't let's that's not to disguise the fact that that we weren't at our best today. That has to be way way better than that. So, is it the players? Is it the setup? Is it Michael Beale? Well, we need to we need to find out, and we need to find out pretty damn quickly, because you know after four games we're four points behind, and that is not league winning form. So something has to change, and if it's not going to be Michael Beale, we'd be better to find out sooner rather than later, because I, I the the next few games, the next couple of months for Michael Beale are going to be absolutely crucial. If he doesn't get a reaction from those players, I, I want to see you know blood and thunder. 
and I want to see Rangers go out there and, and play like that. It really matters to them, and it really hurts the way that the way that we feel. And uh, far too many passengers. There really was a. Oh, it was like not not a team. You know, there was obviously the these guys have recently been introduced to one another, but it, it looked like every man for himself out there. And uh, Tav's job, you know, is to kind of rally the troops and get these guys, you know, to uh, up the pace put a bit more energy into it. I just didn't see it. That was it was actually quite concerning. Very disappointing. Yeah, Bill, I'll, I'll give you the same question, but I'll add to it over the team. I'll, I'll add to it. Um, Davies got absolutely uh, hounded for, for making one mistake. Suter's now made about four games in a row. He's made, he's made a vital mistake. Is it is it time to bring Davies back in and uh, and, and drop Suter? Uh, I like John Suter. I think he's got a bit more heart than Ben Davies. He's a bit less afraid than Ben Davies is. Bottom line is, with a club like Rangers, we don't have the money to sign defenders that never make a mistake. It's about containing your mistakes and covering for each other. And we're not doing that. Everybody in our back four is going to make mistakes. But they need to be working together as a unit. And we don't have that. And, um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the players that come in during the transfer window. And Curry, you were talking a bit about buying into guys like Dessers and, you know, thinking, oh, he, he looks a player. Um, you know, so the question I'd maybe kind of throw back to you guys is that these guys that we've brought in, like Sifuentes is supposed to be a world beater, are these guys good players, but we don't have a system? Because I, I have no idea what the system is supposed to be. Is it whatever Beale's system is that's making them look like this? Or are none of them a player? I, I would kind of throw that back to everybody tonight. Well, I'll, I'll come in and I'll, I'll say, if you look at the game against PSV and you look at the game today, we're, we're, we seem to be playing down the middle and then the ball gets played out wide and... Cantwell or, or on the other side, they've they've got, they've got to make up ground to get out to the wing, and it, it just we're, we're we're coming about two minutes too late for every every tackle. The defence we come out today. The defence, I don't know. We, we when when Bill was bringing these players in, we always thought, well, we're going for the high press. We couldn't go for the high press because our players were in their own eighteen yard box. So I don't, I, I just don't get it. Dave, help me. What do you think of the tactics? Why can't we get up the? Why can't we give you these players? They're, they're training with Bill all week, and then Bill comes out and he says, "Yeah, they, they, they were sitting too deep. I changed it at half time." Isn't it? Why can't he change it in training? Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. It was. It's... The, the first half for me was that there was warning signs all over it. The alarm bells were ringing in my head watching that, thinking we were prepared to concede possession to them until about the halfway line. Uh, and, and then, you know, try and, I think the, the idea maybe have been take possession and try and beat them in the break, you know, with, with Tondo's pace and Dessa's lack of pace, because he was, he was through a few times. Dessa's, but his, the quality just wasn't there, for, you know, to, to operate that system. And uh, eventually, you know, we we tried valiantly. Well, did we try valiantly? We, we tried, but we never actually, as Bill said at the start, 
we hardly laid a glove on them. They should have been, you know, their heads should have been spinning with with the the way that Rangers went at them today. And I think we uh, just played right into their hands. And it was a uh, no. I mean, I stayed to, all the way to the final whistle. There was no way I was leaving. But uh, some way through the second half, I'm thinking, this is this is rubbish. This isn't. We're we're not going to score here. It's just not going to happen. So by, by the time it got to the final whistle, I, I pretty much reconciled that this is a bad day at the office. We need to we need to change things. That's Rangers need to be better than that. Uh, so Michael Beale needs to get back to the drawing board. He needs to rethink you know the assets that he has, which are mostly his players now. Uh, well, most of them are, but there's obviously some of the hardy perennials still in there. But whatever he needs to do, he needs to get these guys. You know, to be the best versions of themselves that they can be, because today was a uh, was dreadful. It really was. Yeah, I think I agree with you there, um, Mark. I jumped over you there. Sorry, I'll come back. Come back to you. Um, I think we all agree the first goal was offside. The first Rangers goal was offside. The second one, never a foul for me. Never a foul. What do you think? <laughs> I can't believe you came to me in that one. That first one was offside. At the time, right enough, I didn't think because I, 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 I just went, I didn't went through the windy. It was, I, I was like, oh, I can't believe the start we made. It was offside. I was like, oh, yeah, fucker. I went, oh, well, then, good start. Rangers did what they always do. They started after the first five, ten minutes really, really good. Uh, what the guys said earlier on about tactics. We were we were told by all our own fans, all the pundits, oi their fans, oi their pundits, that their main man that always causes problems and runs a midfield, McGregor, has been getting shut down, closed down, he's not been able to play, not been able to mi- dominate the midfield. And that's why Celtic have really been ultimately so bad. For Bill to not recognise that and set up the team the way he did was a disgrace. And it showed you how bad that Bill really is. They set the, <laughs> the free kick that was their free kick, it wasn't it? But it doesn't matter. Because even at that, say say what the game went on, it would be managed at best. It could have actually been they could have actually scored another three or four. If it had been for their forwards being as shite as ours, it, we could have got a mullen today. It was just, it was just lucky that they, they, their forwards had a, a a few shockers as well. Because if we'd won that game, I'm pretty sure that the Celtic fans I actually said that. Ugh. I feel dirty now. David will actually be going after Heats at their players because they missed so many easy chances because they cut his open time and time again. And that's to the players high. But it's the manager's fault. We spent four months hounding the previous board members to get rid of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Everything changed. 
Robertson went, Parks went, Wilson went, and everybody was like, yes, we got behind them, we got behind the team, and what have they done? I feel like a, a cheap hooker on bloody Pornhub, because I've just been shafted left, right and centre, because nothing's changed. And we've got a guy, and I'm, I'm sorry, I know people are going to go, oh, what are you going to do, are you going to sack him? He's no good. Exact same as what happened with GVB. I called it out months before he should have been sent out. And look what happened. We won fuck all. And it's going to happen again. If this board doesn't put its fit down, grow up here a boss and say, this is not going to work. We need to get fucking rid of him. One, Ibrox is going to be fucking half empty for the Europa Cup. Because people are not going to put out their money for to watch that shit. Are we going to get humped again the same as we did at the Champions League? Somebody was on, they, they said in the social media, they turned around and said, it's not even, even if we can say that Rangers have been good to watch. They've no. It's like watching a fucking replay of Coronation Street. It's dire. We're in a lot of shit. And we, need, we need to get rid of this man, ASAP, because if we don't, we'll win nothing. Nothing will improve, and we're going to get the same shite we have for the last six, sorry, nine months that he's been here. And as soon as people open their eyes and be honest about it, what's going to people turn around and say, ah, but you don't know what you're getting. But we've got to get the new, at best, second. What's the worst that's going to happen? We're going to come second. So that's not going to change. It's just, it's complete. It's been a complete balls up, and I think that the reason I'm so angry is because I, f- I fell into Bill's pish. I was one of the ones that wanted them here, and I just feel as if I've been let down. And I think a lot of players, a lot of players, a lot of fans are out there, and if there's one happy clapper out there going, eh, I'm sorry, you might disagree, maybe fuck off. Dislike me if you want. Say whatever you want. I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm whatever. I don't care. There's one thing I always do, is I'll talk about Rangers for there. Because I've had it in my life, for, I've had them in my life all my days. I used to spend fortunes the same as everybody else. I don't date now. But I still support the team. The same as everybody in this pod that contributes... All you people that come in here and make comments, and it's not just our pod, it's all the pods. You can see it. And see after the day, if this board can't admit that they got it wrong, then basically all we've got is the same wankers as we had last season. And yes, thank you, you Rangers. I will accept your, your, your kind words when I come and visit you. Sorry, guys. Uh, sorry, everybody. I'm just really... And I hope, I hope someday for the Green and Grey Brigade that we clip that. Because what I'm saying is the exact same thing as they would say about their team. Yeah. Bill, let's let's say... Bill, we, we had him we had him as a coach. He got, he, he got uh, plaudits, actually, for being a coach. Would it be possible to move somebody in beside him? Do you think, Doug? Not sack him, but move somebody in beside him, bring him back to coaching. I don't know whether he would accept that. 
That is a big call. Um, I, I think almost anybody in his position, you know, how, how would we feel if it was us? If one day I'm the head coach, the manager, and then the next day, right, here, Michael, you're now working alongside this guy who's going to have ultimate responsibility and accountability for picking the team. But, you know, you, you'll just take the players out and practice set pieces with them. I, I don't think he would go for it. And I wouldn't blame the guy, you know. I wouldn't go for it. Regardless of how badly I was doing, I, I wouldn't go for that, you know, if I, if I was Michael Beale. Um, it's, it is strange because, you know, th- there was a lot of talk about him having been the brains behind the Gerrard outfit at Rangers. But I wonder, you know, if that was, you know, maybe there was an element of truth to that, but was Gerard the figure out there at the front, the inspiring figure? You know, Stephen Gerard in his playing career was a winner. Um, he didn't win the, the league or anything in Liverpool, but, you know, he was a winner. And he had the drive and he had the passion and the will to win and all of that. Beal just sort of, when I, when I watch Beal on the touchline, he just kind of mopes a lot. Um, Gerard had a lot of fire on the touchline, I think. And, you know, I, I like a manager with a bit of fire myself. I, I like to see a Rangers manager screaming on the park and gesturing and all of that. Beal just sort of mopes back and forward with his hands mm-hmm. in his pockets. Um, so would he benefit from a guy like Gerard being there and would the team benefit, you know, somebody there with that, that real bit of fire up them? I, I, I do think that might be okay. But I don't think Michael Beale would go for it, and you know I, I don't think we could blame the guy. If it, do, you, do you know of anybody that uh, might be getting offered that, Dave, or is that just uh, something no, no, you found up? Just an uh, idea, because um, actually the, the the same happened with, with Geo for Broncos at P uh, 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 Fire. Or sorry, they moved Advocat in to to help him. And I wonder if something like that situation could, till he gets a bit more experience. That that was just my idea behind the question. Uh, as I see, uh, we've got eight hundred and twenty-two people watching. Normally, we have about one hundred and fifty to two hundred people watching. Oh, I, I wonder why that is, Davy. <laughs> I, I, I wonder how much, how many mucky taps we've got watching tonight, eh? Well, yeah. they, I'll tell you what, we all have their wee, wee ready to clip things. They've had already a few crackers for me. But as I said <laughs> earlier on, I, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> so Sorry. He, he is, um, you know, as, as I said at the start, guys, fair play. I think there are a lot of Rangers supporters who would have been doing the same tonight in the opposite direction if the result had been different today. You just you have to expect that, don't you? Yeah, I suppose you do. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh... It's it's a way of life, I suppose. Um, Davy, their goal, Golton headers it. Terrible header. No, just flat as anything. No distance in it. What is it? Golton, he seems to think he, he's going about like he's Franz Beckenbauer the last two games against PSV and uh, I don't know what, what what's getting him, Dave. I, I think he's I think he's frightened. Do you think it's I think they're obviously terrified of making mistakes. They know that the the consequences will be. So I mean, but they seem that's no excuse. He's a professional football player. He's been handsomely rewarded for his efforts. It's the 
quality in this, those, these moments. So, yeah, as you, as we said earlier, Linkville mentioned that you know they've all got mistakes in them, and making mistakes is be a human. But we need to be operate as a team, and obviously, I mean, I was convinced that the their goal was offside when when it went through. I didn't even react to it, but only to find discover that uh, Suter actually uh, let us down a wee touch and 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 it wasn't offside so that was a wee bit disappointing but the the whole afternoon today from from the first whistle well we obviously we almost scored the right at the, the get go but it wasn't to be but we should have had goals in us we should that should have been they should have been trembling coming down that tunnel and they weren't and they went out there strutted their stuff bossed us and uh, we had nothing in response that's what the most disappointing thing was was just the, I don't know, the lack of belief and uh, the desire and energy of our team. And clearly Michael Beale wasn't impart that to them on the way out. You know, I, I don't know. So, so there were the setup, the lack of a reaction to the, the performance in the first half. The second half was just dire. I mean, but it, as I said before, by the time it got to the final whistle, I was, uh, I was already done because we weren't off our seats, you know, in the last 10 minutes. There was a couple of movie moments but we should have been going at them hammering tongs. And uh, I think we, we let them off lightly. Either we just didn't have it or we couldn't find it to, to, to actually put them through the ringer because th that's what I was expecting today. Rangers to absolutely put them through a ringer, put, put them through a mangle, crush them, crush the life out of them. And uh, we didn't get it. The, the worrying thing for me is that this is a kind of long-term you know, lack of performance thing. It's not just today. Today was probably just the kind of icing, I don't know, the, the last straw. I don't want to say icing on the cake, but in terms of, you know, in performances where we just don't seem to know what we're doing. He chops and changes the team every week from just play our best players, Michael. Set them up, fire, just give them the, the Churchill speech, going out the door, just get out there, guys, and give us your all. And uh, I don't seem to, we're falling short all over the place here. And so, I mean, that's us four games into a 38 league campaign. It started shit. I don't think anybody can disagree with that. Uh, well, um, yeah. Would, 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 do we keep this central defence or, or do, we, do, we, do we need to try something different, I think? Well, that's where windows closed now, isn't it? Um, what are we going to do? Put Ben Davies back in? I, I... Well, Balogun, Balogun, you've got as well. Well, yeah, that's true. Actually, I'd, I'd kind of forgot about. I like Leon Balogun as it goes. Um, you fake up? Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I don't know. It just. I think the problem is bigger than just the defence. Um, I think. You know, that, that game today, as an example, had we pressed more in the, the midfield areas and up front, I, I don't think our, our defence would have been called into action as much. I, I, you know, I think Celtic's defence today were a bomb scare. Um, the two centre-halves tackled each other at one point and we, we just totally didn't take advantage of that. If, if we could go and score four or five goals, then the one or two that we lose as part of a brain fart, would be less relevant. Now, that, that goal we lost today was, was really poor. Um, 
But in truth, you know, the boy, is, is, it was a fantastic finish. And almost any team could lose that goal. It's, it's just one of those moments where you switch off. But I think a bigger problem is we're no scoring at the other end. You know, we, we could have still been playing now and we wouldn't have had the goal. Um, as to whether we switch up the central defence, I, I don't know. I, I just don't see anything attractive enough about bringing somebody else in. Um, presumably, you're thinking about, you know, take Suter out and put Balogun in next to Goldson or put Davies in next to Goldson would be the, the kind of thing. I'd, I've been a, you know, I, I've, I've defended Connor Goldson. Over the years, I've defended Connor Goldson. Um, you know, and I'm still, I, I'd, I'd be reluctant to see him taken out of the side because I do think that in big games in the past, he mm-hmm. has shown that he's a leader on the park for our team. And I, I, again, I'm more sort of really feeling as if this is the system that the team are playing rather than the players themselves. And, you know, I, I will I will accept Goldson has made his mistakes in the past. They all have. But, you know, Davey, you said something about being afraid to make a mistake. And, you know, is, is that fear there because of the system that Bale's playing? Because they know that they're going to be coming under more pressure because a lot of what they are doing is four or five passes in defence and then horse a long ball up to Dessers and the ball's going to come immediately back. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd be reluctant to drop Connor Goldson, but maybe that's just me being emotionally attached to the guy. Maybe, you know, and I'm not the Rangers manager, so, you know, maybe the Rangers manager does need to be that ruthless. But at the moment, you know, your, your two alternatives on the bench, if you like, would be Leon Balogun and Ben Davies. I don't fancy that too much as a centre-half pairing either. So it's it's really, really difficult. Um, I think a big problem with the defence, though, today, and again, I'm a big defender of Tav. I, I like Tav, as it goes. I think he contributes massively. But, you know, Tav bombs forward. Tav bombs forward all the time. That's his job in the team. And the guy, in my opinion, that we've got who is the best at covering for Tav when he does bomb forward is Ryan Jack. And for some reason, Ryan Jack was playing on the left side of midfield today and Cantwell was on the right, having to track back and help Tav out. I just can't fathom that, you know. And again, you know, we'd, we'd look a lot better defensively if the midfielders that were there to shield the defence were playing in the right bloody place. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Um, sorry. But go on, go on to the midfield. <laughs> I know, I know you can't wait. We know their danger man. The man that runs the game for them is McGregor. Why do we sit off him? 
why do we give him the room? And not just that, it, it, it was Wednesday night as well against PSV. The PSV midfield had so much room that they, 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 they could have drove a bus right through the Rangers midfield. Why, why is this? What, 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 what do we need to do to sort this? I'm just... I've lost for words. <laughs> I try to, you try to keep calm and I keep on going in a rant and I can't help it because I'm just that bloody angry at everything that I've seen at that park. People are saying in the chat, did we even put in one crunch and tackle the whole game? Was there any? It was all these silly wee fouls and things like that. There was not one player in and gave it a, their all during a tackle. Throughout the game that I can remember, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe you guys will remember it. Bill picked up in most of the the good points that I, I was wanting to make and stole them all. But Bill does that all the time because he knows what I'm going to say. Because he watches me in group chat and says, "Well, oh, that's a good point. I'm going to fucking steal that." <laughs> Gary, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've um, you've you've totally sussed it. That's exactly how I get all my part. I'm only joking. All, uh, all my part. Aye, steal my partner, eh? Oh, it's a desperate day when you need to steal my partner. There was no tackles, crunching tackles put in, Davy. It was, as Davy used to, Timmy likes to say, it was tepid. It was absolutely tepid, our midfield. Why, I said it earlier on, why we never had McGregor covered every minute of that first half, I do not know. And I don't know how Bill never seen that because everybody, everybody in their dug, including their guide dug, knew that that's what we had to do. He closed in that midfield and they left it wide open. There's, we are going about the players that we like and love and we praise them. Sometimes it's no deserved. Sometimes we slag players off that are no de- it, it's no deserved. Because they might have had a, a bad game. But this has been consistently bad now. And it's consistently the same players. And it's consistently the same people that clap them. There's no point anymore. There needs to be change. And the only way that Rangers will change the way they play is by getting rid of Bill. Because he won't he won't change his system. He can't. He's not got he's not got the tactical nonce to be able to do it. He's had plenty of time. He's had nine months now at Rangers. He said over two months with his new players that he he brought in, that he signed, that he wanted, and it's all players for three years ago that he signed, all players that he can remember when he used to play and coach elsewhere. It's all these players that used to be. World beaters are game changers. There was the one in that park, even for the bringing on Timmy for the bench. Not one of them worked. Even Lawrence, love Lawrence to bits, he hardly done a thing. Dial, the, the only difference for my starting 11 was I was wanting Diallo in and I was wanting Lammers for the start. And Lammers missed a goal that. Every single person would have slagged them off and tell me if I may get off that park. I'm sorry for the barking. I think I have leafs past the door or something because Sasha's barking. But it's just, it's no good enough. And I keep on, I sound like a broken record again. It's not going to change. And 
it's a simple case. Will we change? I don't know. Has the board got the balls? No, they haven't. Because if I was not bored, and I'm being really, really honest, and I think I would say about maybe 90% of this fan base is going to turn around and say the bill should be gone on Monday and we should be getting ready. We've got two weeks to try and get somebody in to fix this squad and get them playing in a system that they play in. Stop using players in the play, the positions they don't bloody normally play in. Hold on a second. I'll, I'll pass you on. I'll need to shut up the dog. <laughs> Davey. Sorry about what do we do from here? Well, go, go from uh, Sterling. What did you think of him today? There's a funny thing. Uh, he plays Sterling at right, at left back. Well, Yilmaz is uh, sitting on the bench. Would it not be better bringing Yilmaz on to start and then if he, he, he runs out of, uh, of puff, then bring on a, then bring on Sterling at left back? Well, that tells you all you need, you need to know about his uh, confidence in uh, Yilmaz. So... That uh, speaks volumes for his uh, confidence in that player. But we've got to remember, this whole thing is, uh, has been some time in the making. The, the reason that Michael Beale is here is because, you know, during the course of last season, the results, you know, were such that we said we need to make a change here. So let's just uh, reset and we'll concentrate on next season. Michael Beale can identify the players that he needs, you know, the, the recruitment that needs to take place for us to turn things around. And the, the, the sad truth is that here we are, now nine months into it, we've had the transfer windows, Michael Beale has turned the squad over, we've known for months that we had the Champions League qualifiers and that we need to lay a glove on them at the outset of this league campaign and it's been failed, failed. So Michael Beale, the, the spotlight is on him. This is not looking good. I'm not saying, it's not to say that, you know, he couldn't turn things around, but he needs to do things differently. Mark Curry's just mentioned, you know, the, the key word here is change. So what he's been doing in terms of the, the team set up and, and his approach to, to, to how Rangers play so far is not very encouraging. Something has to change or Michael Beale will be changed. So he's got. Uh, he needs to find another script because the players, on the face of it, have to be you know decent football players. He's, because they were they were identified over a period of time. He's then said you know that he's got most of what he wanted. You know that they pursued these players. So the co the contact has been from months ago, and now that they're all here, and he just keeps chopping and changing the team from game to game. I just don't see. There's nothing leaping out the page at me as to what Michael Beale is trying to do here. It just seems, just, there's, I don't know, there's something lacking. I don't know, it's belief for its ability, his ability, because whatever he's trying to do isn't working. We need to find another way. So the problem for Michael Beale is that if it doesn't change and it doesn't change very quickly, there will be no Michael Beale. So he'll, he'll be the architect of his own downfall ultimately. You know, so it's uh, we need a reaction. We need a big reaction. And I would like Michael Beale to come out and acknowledge that, you know, this hasn't gone well and say, look, things have to change. Here's, here's how, what I, I expect of a Rangers player. 
I'm, I'm often reminded, you know, with the, and these old firm games, is, is the Kevin Thompson story. When Kevin Thompson was in the, the dressing room with Walter Smith before the game, and this is the kind of reaction that we needed today. When he sends Kevin Thompson out, it says, Kevin, get out there, get steamed into them. If you're not booked in the first 15 minutes, I'm bringing you off. So clearly he's going, he's going out there with a script that he's going to be aggressive, he's going to be straight in their faces, and sadly today we had none of that. You know, I think it was well, well into the second half before Rangers, you know, showed any aggression whatsoever. And I thought it was, and it was Todd Cantwell. I think it was eventually the first Rangers players. But I, th- I want Rangers players to be in their faces way more than we saw today. It's, uh, it wasn't a good look. Well, Daniel, you six million pound to warm the bench. What's going on there? Uh, I watched, I don't know why I did, but I watched Michael Beale's post-match press conference and um, he talked about we we got rid of the entire forward line and we had to bring in all these guys to replace them and they can't all play at once, obviously. Which is correct, you can't put all those those forwards on the park at once or... I don't know. I, I still don't think we'd score a goal even if we did. But um, you know, that's that's fine. He said it's it's no reflection on anybody the fact that Kamar Roof started today as opposed to guys that we've brought in. I don't understand it. Um, I was a bit concerned about Danilo coming to Rangers uh, before we signed him, and it was actually you that was talking to me about. I think he was at Ajax at some point in the past, and. Seemed to have had attitude problems or something, and there was just a wee red flag there for me. Um, so, Danilo, much like Desser so far, hasn't done anything really to inspire any confidence in me. But again, by the same token, you know, Desser today, like the guy doesn't have a lot of pace, and all we did was hit the long ball up to him to chase. Uh, so, you know, if, if the system, whatever that is, isn't right for the player, then sometimes you're not going to get what you're after out of the player. Uh, so I, I think the jury's still out on Danilo. Um, hopefully it'll come good. Hopefully Desser will come good as well. Um, but I think, you know, we, we seriously need to change the way that we're playing before we're going to get the best out of these guys or indeed anybody that's in the team because again, I go back to my previous point that there appears to be no system or if there is, I, I sure as hell can't figure out what it is. We just sort of seem to either try and play it through the middle and lose it or we pass it around four or five times in our own penalty box and then lump it forward for a guy with no pace to chase after uh, and that's just totally bizarre. So yeah, to, to answer your question, um, you know, it's, it's very strange that Danilo's been on the bench ever since he came in. Beale obviously watches him in training along with the other forwards and presumably is seeing more from the other forwards. And that would be why. But God only knows, Davey. God only knows. <laughs> I mean, the one thing that the PSV said, and I was listening to the pundits on the Dutch television last week, and the, the one thing even mentioned today, we've mentioned it a few times, quality. Is the quality there, Curry, or is it, or, or is it, is it just that it's been 
sort of a not brought out yet. It's not there. But I've <laughs> we've been sell a, a deed kipper or a deed parrot even. I'll go back to the, the, the old comedies. We've bought a deed parrot. That's exactly what's happened. We've we all wanted to believe. We all wanted to buy into what Bill was saying and what he was going to do. I'll just say, yeah, every single person in here that's watching, these words were, I'm going to let, take the handbrake off. Really? That's weird, because right now, it feels like we're in fucking reverse. It's not even a handbrake we need. He's got his gears mixed up. I'm, I'm fed up he trying to defend the undefensible. Charles, thank you very much for your donation, mate. It is appreciated. I think Bill will put it up and I'll, I'll see if I can answer it a wee bit if you want to hear, hear my rant. It says, we won't get a reaction. How many times have we said that board not got bottle sack him and longer they leave it bigger hole to fix? And that's right. The longer it takes, the bigger hole we're going to go in and it's going to be the exact same situation is last year with Geo, the exact same. And if there's anybody that says otherwise, please give me your argument. I'd love to see one person's argument for Bill to stay because he might be a, a decent coach. He's, um, he's not a manager. He's not a manager. He's getting the inspiration, and you can tell, you could tell that by the loving players out there the day. We even had players on social media giving it the big hee haw, the big, the big Billy Big Boss. There was no one of them, and they are even. I'd say if you'd be lucky if any of them gave them seventy five percent, and that's me being generous. We've had one decent signing so far that we could see that we can praise on, and that's Jack Buckland. We spent the whole last season slagging McGregor off because he wasn't good enough. Two seasons before that, we were talking about Davis. He was kept on a season too long. Now this season, Tavernier, he scored a couple of brilliant goals but his overall performance has been shockingly bad it got that bad today that Todd Cantwell had to start taking the corners that's how bad Tav was that's unheard of because Tavernier couldn't even put a ball by his first man I don't think it, did he actually even run by him I mean see we're all complaining that, that oh, Tav bombs forward has he got a fucking parachute struck behind him? Because it's cert he's certainly no bombing. Chris, my granny could bloody probably take him. He's that bloody slow than now. It, it's always the same people that we're having to try and defend. And as I say, we need to keep on trying to be happy with what's out there. But it's no, it's no good enough. 
Oh, Tav's... Oh, oh. You, you can't say that about him. We wouldn't have the goals. We, we all brag about it. Tav, oh, the, the, the best right-back, the any other right-back has ever scored so many goals. Aye, because the right-back's not supposed to fucking score goals. That's supposed to be your strikers. That's supposed to be your wingers. That's supposed to be your forward, your midfield attacking force. Well, you're fucking right wing. Forgive me if I'm maybe going to old school and that. But as far as I can remember, you start defending for the back. No way up the park, then you can't fucking run back. It's just, it's not good enough. He's no a captain. I'm not, I feel bad because Colin's not here to defend him and Andy's not here to defend him because he'll be the first one to go. Tavernier! Tavernier! Well, after the day's performance, I certainly hope when they do come on, they, they call out Tavernier. Because that was no, that was even came close to a, a captain's performance. And as for the rest of their players, they should, they, they should really be ashamed of themselves. Because they, they, they just basically stole 50,000 people's money and watching that garbage. Because they, they don't deserve that. Every single one of them should be deducted their wages and it should be given a, to a decent charity. Get to a food bank or something. Because they don't deserve to get paid for that. If we, we, if we went to work and we, we would spend the full eight hour shift being it as inept, as inept, sorry, and rubbish and no cairn, we'd get the bullet. We'd get our final written warning or whatever. It's no good enough. And as I said, and it's, I think it's directly coming down to Will. Because I just don't, I think, he's lost the fans now. I think he's lost the majority of the fans now. You've got your, you've you maybe got your 5%. That'll tell me to shut shut the fuck up. I don't know what I'm talking about. I know, but I'm just some guy sitting in his living room in a pod. Let me just talk about the team that I love. And if people can't see it and they can't be honest with themselves, well, I can't do nothing about it. I, I can't. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I might be right. I might be wrong. But for there and and for there, it's telling me that unless we. Do not get rid of Bill, or he does not resign, which he would do. Bill will never resign. He's another Timmy Giovanni Bronckhurst. He's a shite bag when it comes to things like that. So it's just a case of we'll just need to sit here, vent our anger, keep on shouting, and hoping that we've got a board that supposedly have changed and has got the fans' best interest at heart, if they've got the fans' best interest at heart, they know what they need to do. And Bill is the first one. And then we need to move on there. Somebody else will say in the comments, I think it would maybe actually Twitter, that it's, it's not even Bill that needs to go. It's the whole of the backroom staff and the youth, it's basically youth development coaches we've got in just now and I think that's actually telling because that's the way we're playing because I think especially against PSV it was schoolboy errors we were making and that's the problem um, I'm fed up, I'm pissed off and nobody's going to change my, my mind now 
and people can slag me all they want, but I want Bailout in the sooner the better. Over to you, David. Yeah. Over to you, David, to defend them. Go for it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to defend them today. I'm going to, David, you made a comment a couple of weeks ago, which I think some people even laughed at. Bringing there was a, a, a comment there as well about if you buy players that don't score goals, then don't be surprised if they don't score goals. You made a comment about bring back Morelos. Is a half fit Morelos better than what we've got now at centre forward? Well, the, the problem is that we've replaced light with light. You know, we've lost a whole lot of indifferent players. Alfredo Morelos on his game is way better than anything we've got at the club at the moment. He is just, he's on another level to those guys. The problem with Alfredo Morelos is all in his head. So if you can get uh, him switched on, then uh, he is almost unplayable at times. You know, we've seen, we've seen it. You know, when when Alfie's in the mood and he's fit, he is uh, way above the guys that we've got there at the moment. So it's just getting him in that place and keeping him there. So the guys that we do have, obviously, you know, part of the team, have agreed to sign, come here. But, you know, we're we're operating in the bargain basement. You know, we're in the odd bins transfer market where guys, you know, when you look at the, the money that swells about elsewhere, we're, our stuff is pretty much uh, Janet and John stuff, isn't it? So I suppose we just get the players we can afford. Uh, and, I mean, six million for, for Danilo, where else would you, are you on your... A guy who's going to guarantee you 25, 30 goals, you're talking £50 million plus, so let's not kid ourselves mm-hmm. on about who they are. And, Three million for Shanklin, Davy, And he would have been well, improvement on him. Well, I, mean, I, I, I would have gone for Lon Shanklin, to be honest, I think. Yeah. Based on you know his performances last season, but mostly against when, when he the Hearts came to Ibrox and... Uh, they ended up getting the draw right at the death, which was kind of a touch unfortunate. But I was quite impressed with Lon Shank on that night, just kind of keeping a, a close eye on him, just to see is this guy all he's uh, cracked up to be. I thought he, I thought he had an excellent game against us, but you know we we probably could have got Lon Shank for half the money that we paid for Danilo and get as many goals because I think Lon Shank and he obviously knows the league and things like that. But the one with one thing we didn't touch on uh, tonight was when. When Don Robertson went to the VAR monitor, I don't think he actually was looking at the replay of the instant, you know, with Dessers. He was there checking his, uh, his, he was going online to check his home insurance to see if it covered double blazing, replacement double blazing, which is why he then elected to decide not to to award the goal. So I think if we had, uh, if that one had been, had gone in, you know, you say, well, goals change games, but uh, I thought the from the kickoff today, you know, even though we, even I, I think that would have just masked, covered up, you know, the the, the shite that we were served up today. So yeah. maybe it's a blessing in disguise. We saw it with I mean, the warning signs were there from Wednesday night against PSV, probably for all the way from Kamarnock in the first league game. Here's the competitive, you know, Michael Beale was playing down the results of the preseason friendlies and saying, you know, but. We'll, this is all designed to get us ready for the, the competitive games. And then when the competitives started, it was the same shite leading up to today. So uh, if Michael Beale doesn't change things and change things pretty damn quickly, he uh, he will be no more. So it's up to him. 
But I think I, I I'm looking for a reaction from the team. We need to we need to change our attitude, expectation. The, the thing that, that concerned me about today was that there was a kind of lack of belief. Everything was set up for us to go at them like a whirlwind and uh, we let them off so lightly. It was against a, a rather indifferent side. You know, and, and we, we spoke about, you know, uh, before we came on, about the quality of both teams. You know, it was kind of it was slightly depressing. I mean, it was utterly depressing that, that the Rangers lost the game. But we need to be way better than, than we showed today because uh, mm. it's it's going to be a long season if, if this is if it's going to churn out. This is what we're getting churned out weekend. And I think, as, as, as Curry's mentioned uh, elsewhere, the, the take-up for the Europa League uh, three-match package is going to be uh, impacted because, I mean, thank Christ we never made the Champions League. Can you imagine going to the Champions League with this lot? It would have been Christ almighty. Did I make last season look like a walk in the park? So, uh, but we're, we're now in the Europa League. Things have to change, and it has to start tomorrow morning. Michael Beale needs to come out, acknowledge the failings, and say, right, we're, we're going to try something else, because uh, what he's trying at the moment isn't working. Well, the only thing that he seems to be coming out with now, he seems to get really angry when people will mention the the, the figure that we bought players for because he, he had a a rant today about they're not they're, they're not as much money as people are talking about. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe if, if he, instead of counting the counting the money he's spending, maybe buy a book or something like that on, on coaching because uh, it doesn't look like he's. He's, he's got much of an idea. I'm still trying to work out what he's what he's doing, what his plans are. We've got midfield that that come running five minutes. They're like a blooming Dutch train. They're always running late, and now that's just the, the 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 way it's the way it's going at the moment. And I see we've got now twelve hundred and twenty three viewers. Um, and we can get who, who the most are for. Um, so if you press. The like guys, then we'll, we'll we'll get a lot of likes. So just do that for us. Bill, <laughs> you expect him to like this, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a, that's what they come on for. I think they think they will like it. Like. Half of them are, are sitting next to their sock drawer. <laughs> like ah, emptying their sock drawer. Oh, good. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what, 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 what can, what, without going on a, a rant about Beale getting sacked, what, Beale stays, what must he do to change things? Uh, do you know what? I'm still reeling for that hand action that Curry just did. Was, uh, moments after, I nearly completely lost it when he did his little clapping like some sort of demented seal moment. That, that just that nearly ended me. Uh, what must Beal do? Beal must start winning games. It's just as simple as that, isn't it? Um, Beal, Davy, I think you used this phrase earlier, handsomely rewarded. Michael Beal will be handsomely rewarded by Rangers Football Club in that role that he's in, with the express intention that he'll go and win games. Uh, do you know this? I'm, I've never been one for falling for a Rangers manager get sacked. I was the very last of the dissenting voices with Gio. I think I was 
the day before Gio was let go, I had just started to warm up to the idea that we should get rid of him. I was for keeping Paul Le Guin when we sacked him. So I was never one for changing managers, but I, I used the phrase at the beginning tonight that Beale's now on the long, slow walk to the edge of the cliff, I think. I've seen better Rangers managers that couldn't come back for situations like this. Sorry. Sorry, guys. That was me. <laughs> uh, kind of sum, sums up today, that, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what Beal can do now. Um, he has to win games. That's that's the one thing. How he achieves that, I have no idea. He's doesn't seem to have a system. He's doing things. I mean, we, we you know we spoke about Danilo earlier on, and one thing that I, I didn't say when I was talking about him is that I'm sure that he's supposed to be a striker that plays through the middle, but Beal kind of keeps playing him off to the left or to the right, as far as I can see. Um, you know, is that maybe why he's not scoring the goals? So yeah, he he doesn't have a system that we can tell. The the players actually look, you know, they looked afraid today. There wasn't that blood and thunder stuff that we were talking about. So how can Bill achieve what he needs to achieve, which is winning games? I honestly don't know. Um, and I think maybe if I did know that, I'd be polishing up my brown brogues and putting on the the tie and all of that to go and stand. In the dugout next to Michael Beale. Uh, I no idea, Davy. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the time. We're we're, we're well over the time uh, allotted time. So move on, Curry. Just quickly, you any last thoughts? But without going into a, a five minute rant. <laughs> uh, that'll be difficult. Uh, nah, it's just I'm not going to change my mind. Beale has to go. Uh, the squad needs revamp, i.e., uh, formation and set up uh, in the way they play. Uh, Bill's not the man to do it. Uh, the Rangers fans deserve better. The TIFO that they made the day was probably the best thing about the whole the whole day, because uh, that was absolutely fantastic. Uh, sitting in here watching, which was 1,200 people come in to watch us so they could sit and laugh and boost their figures is just absolutely fantastic. But the thing is, we don't care. We maybe have lost the new, but I'll come up eventually. And the will turn round and we'll start winning again and they'll start losing again. And then they'll, they'll be the ones that are talking with me and just going off in rants and saying stuff. So it does bother me at all, mate. Uh, so we move on. We've got two weeks to get things sorted. And well, Pardon? I said, well, one thing, if, if, if they do start losing, we, I won't be going on to Rangers web, uh, Celtic's websites just to, to, just to listen to them. So, so that would that, that, well, be... The, 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 the thing is, David, David there, there is fans out there that do, do that. And I'm not going to lie, I, I'm not going to turn and say I don't do it on social media, because I do. Because it's always great to wind them up. The same as they, they're allowed to wind us up the day, they deserve it. As I said, they, they basically they beat us because they've got to be, be, be half a squad. And the thing is, it's like a friend here, Diamond, something, whatever, a good Celtic man coming in to watch the famous Glasgow Rangers pod because everybody knows that's a normal person that does that. So, on that note, 
will leave you. And no matter what, we'll always be Rangers. Davey, one last thing. You want to go off your chest and you can say goodbye, your goodbyes. Uh, very disappointing, but I think uh, Michael Beale needs to uh, knock these guys together. He needs to find a, a system that, that suits them. And I want to see guys going out there as uh, that I can recognise as a team because uh, the guys at the moment don't look like a team. They look like they've uh, been cobbled together and uh, they're all out there on their own. So I want to see a bit of passion. I think chasing shadows is the, the, the way I would uh, put it just now. That's, a, that's the way I think we play. We're just chasing shadows. Anyway, I'm going to finish up now. Um, thanks for coming on, everybody. Thanks for listening. Sorry about the wee bit at the end there, but I will do it now and meaningly. Right, thanks. Yeah.